Bangers and mash, Papri's bangers and mash. Skits and chat, Papri's bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, Papri's bangers and mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is a mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are the coast, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Greetings, dear listener! That surprised you, didn't it? I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. Didn't surprise anyone, really, did it? I'm not sure. If you've been listening to the previous 15 episodes, you'll know that we pretty much just dick around for an hour. Well, prepare for more oft the same, dear listener. It's P-Bam Sweet 16. Often aren't the same word, Thomas. (laughs) Well, we learn something new every day. (laughs) You do. It's Sweet 16, dear listener, and we invite you to pop our cherry on this (laughs) podcast experience. (laughs) Unacceptable, unacceptable. The format is, as always, we have a chat in the morning, we write some sketches based on that chat, we drop them back into the chat like bangers into so much mash. Like bangers through a hymen, dear listener. So, enjoy the chat. Enjoy. (laughs) Unacceptable, Thomas. Enjoy the sketches. Wait, no, 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 before we... Enjoy a Heimlich manoeuvre. Oh, God. Before we begin, can you apologise to the listeners? I'm really sorry. I got very excited. Uh, It won't happen again. It might happen again. So we started off. You had an idea, didn't you? I did. That's how it started. And then it all went downhill from there. (laughs) It is a good idea. Oh, dear. Tom takes his jumper off. That was a good idea. Here's a good idea, right? We pick three young actors. Like, you know, we we go for, like, you know, early 20s. And we kind of back them. We stick like a hundred quid in a jar or something like that. <laughs> That's all it, it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, we bury hundred quid, quid in a jar. Yeah. And like we back, <laughs> and then we've got these three, and it's like that's your guy, who you're backing like a horse. And then over their career, whoever's the most successful by the end of the career. You win, you get 300 quid. Can I just say, Tom, the reason you have to bury that money is because there's a good chance in a few years' time you're not going to have any money. <laughs> and then I'll sneak back. Whereas, yeah. No, we'd give it to producer Colin and he'd bury it for us. Why can't we just say, we'll put 100 quid on a... That's how if it's in the jar. It's in the jar, isn't it? Come on, everyone If it's in the jar, it's in the jar. You think treasure? <laughs> yeah. What is it, treasure? <laughs> there should be more tre- Like There should be more treasure still. I bet there is. I might That's have... why you see people with the uh, uh, the what, what do you call it the metal detectors yeah. along the beach, the beachcombers. Yes, because because but... we're, we're they're looking for old treasure, though, aren't they? Like I'm talking about today. You're looking for new treasure. Put yeah, it in the ground. What, what you're hoping you're, you're going to find like a DVD box set under the ground? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like you know, um, oh, it's VHS. Fucking, oh. put it back. I think it's old like a, treasure, it's, rubbish, <laughs> Betamax. It's like an instinct as old as time, isn't it? You get something precious, you pop it in a box, and you put it in the ground. No, that's not. I don't think that's an instinct. It wasn't an instinct. The reason pirates buried treasure, they weren't working on instinct. They d- dogs bury bones. Yeah, but yeah, pirates dogs and dogs. Sorry, it's closed. <laughs> I'm glad the case is closed. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting bored of it. Uh, Can I just say, well, close the case I have filled and bury the, it. I have filled the case full of gold. Oh. So the case is closed and buried, bitches. I'm just saying maps, uh, treasure maps. You're just saying treasure maps? Whenever okay. I... Do you want to, say, do you want to construct a sentence I'm, around the words treasure maps? Well, whenever I'm left alone with a kid, I like to make... Okay, end of episode. 
Let's move Door on. Door kicked in. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. This elaborate sting operation has finally paid off. If everyone left alone... You should not have buried that treasure, dude. If everyone left alone with the kid... I'm going to bury my treasure. <laughs> no, don't bury the kid. If everyone left alone with a kid, I... Bury it. Get them to make a treasure map, and the fun begins. Well, no, shouldn't you... Shouldn't I, you make a treasure map for them? Bury something, make a treasure map for yeah. them. That's a fun game. What if they make a sort of... treasure map themselves? Yeah. It's an Easter egg hunt, is what you're... Is your planning, but uh, with a map. I mean, with treasure. But what would the treasure be? I get a golden shit. I, no, no, no. Hold on. Wait, no, no. Actually, you know, you know the best babysitter ever. Well, no, like in the game. But in maps the game. don't. Map. You don't draw a map and then follow that map. Gold the figures. That's that, that's not how a map works. You wouldn't draw a that's map. That's how my games then work. Then follow a map because we make a map. Why are you making the map if you know it's the fun? Yeah, but if you know the distance to the treasure. Why are you making the map in the first place? Just walk across oh, the garden to the treasure. Yeah, the treasure comes later. With the, in the game, this is different in the game. Okay, go on, explain that, because I don't understand this game. You just you say, right, let's make a treasure map. Okay. okay. Let's find the treasure. How often are you left with kids? <laughs> Quite a few in my family. <laughs> Doing pretty well for myself. They're not mine. <laughs> that you know of? No. What's the... <laughs> I've got... What? There it is, family, dude. It'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it, to... Skip the whole pregnancy bit and just go straight to that moment of, you know, you've got a son. Do you not think, like, have that? Have that. You know, <laughs> <Take that. laughs> you've, you've sown your seed, but you, 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 you've kind of, you find out, you find out about it later. No, you know, like no, a, that's no, a different thing. That, like a movie a moment, thing. you know, like a movie moment of like, that, those are never I had movies. a son. That moment. <laughs> what, what movie are you watching where a guy says, I had a son I had and then a son dies? And then oh, I'm thinking of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, where he finds out he's got a brother. Oh, yeah. It's a similar thing. I have a brother. <laughs> I have a brother. Costner and Slater could have been... They, that felt like a believable older brother-younger brother combo. Do you need Ben and I to be here today? <laughs> <laughs> You're leaping around. You ask a question, you throw something out... Wait, let's go back to your idea of immediately getting a son. You're not talking about adoption here. You're not talking about wanting... Because that's a good way of immediately getting a son. No, like... Although it's not your seed. It's just that thing of, like... It's a, it's the, one of those it's movie moments, isn't it? What you movie? Know, there's, like, a recurring theme that we keep coming back to of, like, having movie moments in your life. Right. And one of the classics, finding out you had a son that you didn't know about. <laughs> and it's kind of like... it's. A, Can you tell me one film... That this comes from Robin Hood Prince. <laughs> <laughs> no, why a spoon, brother? Um, no, the, because I'm hitting this barrier in my head. Because the only thing that's coming up is the film where Ted Danson donated some sperm to Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, as well, he donated it to a sperm bank. No, 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 it was a, no, it's it's a, a, it's a sex date. I'm, I'm collecting for old people. This is inappropriate. <laughs> it's a celebrity gathering. Have you, have you ever been tempted to uh, donate sperm? No. Uh, no. Not even when you're brassic, when you're up against it. No, uh, I just go to that uh, money we buried in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it up, get the jars out. Hold on. Clarky goes and gets the sperm that he buried <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> he scattered his seed on the dusty ground. <laughs> we plough the fields and scatter. He ploughed a field. Wow. All right, all right. <laughs> You've done quite well for yourself, Clarky. I'm a lot of man. No, have you been have you been tempted? But then you, you you'd have kids who you'd never know. Yeah. But then you say that like it's a really good thing. It is a really good no, thing. No, no, no. It's not. You back your own genes, don't you? 
<laughs> Hello, I'd like to back my own jeans, please. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You back your own jeans. Could you put your jeans back on, mate? <laughs> Deep down, everyone thinks I've got some. I've got the stuff that's needed for the next gen. No, no, kind of, no. I don't most, think whenever, most people. Do. Whenever you say I most people, do. That's deep down. In, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's an insight into your mind, not deep into down, the general public. Deep down, everybody wants for someone to approach them, for them to give them a son, and then for them to die. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but also, I think I think with my, you know, if I have a son, I think like, ah, oh, you know, I, I think a way is like I can. Teach that child to be better than Could me. You teach the child to talk I in one coherent think... sentence. Well, this, last is, this, would be, this would be the start. This would be the first thing I'd teach it. Um, and then do you fear that? Do you fear the son will come back better than you and kill you? No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. Like Oedipus. Let me say it again. No. Hold on. Oedipus didn't come back better. Yeah, Oedipus come back, came back better. Killed his dad. Did his no, 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 no. Gouged no, his no. eyes out. And then ended up worse. Yeah. But for a time, strong. No, he wasn't Wait, like... which bit was he strong? Murdering his first, father or strong. having offered his mum? First of all, it's no. not like a, a revenge story. It wasn't like... Ta-da! No, but... Oh, here we go. Oh. Obviously, the Oedipus story was what happened, right? Okay. Legend. Sure. He, he was a legend. He arrived strong, killed a man... In his argument, and it was strong. You're the worst history teacher I've ever had. <laughs> Paul pulled his mom, but he didn't know it was his mom, so he was strong. Like strong. she was the queen, right? Everything's going good. Only afterwards does he realise not strong. I had a son. Oh, I had a dad. Pop your eyes out. <sighs> God, that was incredible. Mind if I smoke? Well, I hope that was as good for you as it was for me. Maybe it's just because it's been a while since I last, you know. And don't get me wrong, I've had my fair share of lovers in the past, but I, I just reached a stage where I said to myself, Oedipus, stop sleeping around. It always leads to trouble. And my first love, for example. God, what a woman she was. As you probably know, she turned out to be my mother, so uh, we broke up. Found myself rebounding straight into the arms of a housemate, a beautiful blonde. Turned out to be Auntie Susan. So that went the same way. I was out drowning my sorrows and drunkenly took the barmaid home, obviously completely forgetting that my sister had just got a new job behind the bar of my local. Nightmare! I had to bang two second cousins just to try and forget about it. I was in such a state I could barely attend my niece's 17th birthday party. And by attend her party, I mean, well, I'm sure you can guess. I was completely out of control. That's when my granddad took me to one side and said, Oedipus, you're a mess. You have to stop sleeping with the women in our family. And I meant every word! You sure did. Now come here, old timer. I'm ready to go again. It's time to plug the generation gap. Oh, God! <laughs> it's stinky. Here's more packets and mash. But, right, so, here's, the th- here's the question, though. Is it strong to do something that you think is good at the time but turns out to be bad? It's the motive versus deed, isn't it? I don't know. Sometimes I think just back yourself. Like, I know I keep saying things like back your jeans and stuff, but, <laughs> like, instinct... I'm a I'm a big supporter of instincts. No, because uh, I'm inst- going with my gut on that. Oh. You go with your gut. <laughs> you go with your instinct what, on that. So you're saying it was okay to have sex with you with your mum, 
if you don't realise it's your mum. Uh, if at the time it feels like, if at the time it feels right, no, it, no, no, Tom, no, no, no. Obviously, not a good hang argument. on, hang on. Let me this finish. Is not a good let argument. me finish. It obviously would never can feel I, right. Can I just say, <laughs> so Tom, we'd be okay. Tom, can I just say, in your head, I know the way your head's working at the moment, and let me just explain uh, that you are picturing some. Uh, attractive, like, Roman goddess of a queen. You're not picturing Del Parry. No, 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 don't say the name! Don't say my mum's name! We'll bleep that out. Um, (laughs) Ben made... We talked about this before, where you said, remember at school, if someone finds out your mum's first name, they suddenly have this incredible power over you. And it's really true. Like, I think of going, well... Saw Louise dropped you off at school today. Uh, no, leave, no, no, leave my mum out. Of it. All you'd have to say was their name. We we found out our friend's mum's name was Pauline, and that was <laughs> for years. <laughs> Pauline, oh Pauline. <laughs> that was all we need to do. You were driving nuts. You weren't even pretending like you were having sex with her. You were just no, just say her just name. Saying her name. Pauline. And we, we were never, we were never particularly horrible about her. We never said anything bad about her. We just said her name, and that was enough just to. Uh, well, if you are listening, uh, old uh, school friend of Ben's, David. Pauline, Pauline, Pauline. <laughs> What if Pauline's listening? Oh, I can only apologise. Okay. Pauline. Look. Pauline. McQueen. Pauline, <laughs> Pauline, 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 Pauline. It's not as good a song, is it? Pauline, I don't think so. There no. are some names that don't fit well into songs. Pauline is the name <laughs> of a of a dinner lady. Yes. yes. You think like, of yeah. dinner lady, you think she's going to be called Pauline. Is also, there, you there... kind of think certain names, you think... You know, names go in trends and all the rest of it. Yes. I can't imagine Pauline coming back, really. People thinking, oh, that's a beautiful name. No. My little child. Pauline, is there any song with Pauline in it? Is there any song with Jeff in it? Can you think of a song that's got the name Jeff in it? We need to come Um, up with a song with Jeff in it. Jeff, one look is all it took. Is that a song? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, no. Uh, Well, here's the thing. And this is a name that I think is coming back, but I do like it. Some friends of mine have just had a kid, a little girl, and they've called her Betty. Nice. Oh, like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And th- are they putting her hair in curlers already? They, they've already. Like big blue r- rinse. R- rouge lipstick. No, no, not old. I'm not thinking old lady. I'm thinking like. Like 1950s. 1950s, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I would, if I had a daughter called Betty, I would like pencil the, that tight line down the back of her legs before she goes to nursery. Ooh, like, creepy. R- yeah, yeah, very creepy to dress your daughter as a little slut. Oh no, no, not as a slut, as like a fifty You're... slut. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Time oh, slut. That's, that's my time slut. <laughs> that is my favourite film. That's why way. you're I not allowed to give your. That's why you're not allowed to have kids, basically, because you would call your daughter time slut. <laughs> Betty time slut parry. Yeah. Your wife would be there going, uh, Betty, no, we're not going to call her Betty. We're not going to call her Betty, Pauline, all right? We're not going to call her Betty. Imagine if, thinking, right, about time and sperm, right? Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, didn't anticipate saying that. Um, How could you be by, surprised by yourself? <laughs> time and what sperm. What is the process that happens in your head? Have you been watching Time and Sperm, by the way? It's from the, <laughs> the writers of Downton Abbey. The thing is, this is Parry working purely on instinct. I'm trusting my gut here, team. Imagine if you go to a sperm bank and you Where get... Where does your sperm come from? Imagine if you get... A bank? Imagine if you go to the sperm bank and you get sperm from, like, the 40s, so your baby comes out, like, from the 1940s. Like, if you have, like, an what, old... babies born in the past? Well, like, or they come out and there's something slightly 80s about them. 
They have like a penchant for shell seeds. Surely, there, is there not something in that? That like, genetically, if you're from the 50s, hypothetically, right, they freeze sperm from the 50s. But I don't think they keep it for that long. But they could. Okay, they? maybe. I okay. don't know. Okay, uh, in theory. Cryogenically so, so frozen. Like, if my sperm's next to Walt Disney's head, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a hell of a party, let me tell you that right now. <laughs> Do you reckon the people who've stored Disney's head have a lot of fun with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you've got to keep it under certain conditions. You can't play football with it. I bet they do. I bet they go into their lab and they put on their coats. Do they pop it in a little bindle and go, hi-ho, hi-ho, <laughs> we're off to work we go. Absolutely. Or just hold it above their head. Someday my prince will Jeff. <laughs> I, I mean, like, if I worked in the lab where Disney's head's frozen, not a day would go by where I don't, I don't know. Get fired? <laughs> <laughs> Get a caution, get uh, a disciplinary. Alas, poor Walt. I knew him. Bit of Hamlet there. Well. Well. Was it? Was it? It was almost Hamlet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was half. <laughs> almost half a sentence from Hamlet. As almost. Christopher Marlowe was so wont to say, it was almost, 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 almost. <laughs> Few would disagree that William Shakespeare was the greatest and most influential playwright of all time. However, a contemporary and rival of Shakespeare's was the little-remembered Willem Shakespeare. A season of his plays begins in Stratford next month. I am joined now by Professor of English at Magdalen College, Oxford, and author of many definitive works on Shakespeare, Dr Martin Marlin. Uh, Dr Marlin, let's start by talking about exactly how Shakespeare fits into Shakespearean Britain. Well, firstly, I like to refer to it as Shakespearean Britain. Willem Shakespeare wrote some of the greatest plays that this country has ever produced, and yet, time and time again, he is overlooked. Let's take, for example, his play The Leering King. Now, admittedly, history shows that Shakespeare's King Lear predates this by several years, but that seems scant reason to ignore it. But whereas King Lear deals with ageing, family, power and the inner machinations of the mind, the Leering King is just 30 minutes of a man in a crown peering through a fence at a lady sunbathing with her top off. Mm. And I know which one I'd rather see. <laughs> and what about the many wives of Winston? In which a man called Winston spies through a fence on his four wives as they try to sunbathe with their tops off. Mm. A classic. But hardly original. Well, many of Shakespeare's plots weren't original. No, but he did more than just change a few words of a title and add boobs. Time and time again, it appears that Shakespeare waited for Shakespeare to write a play and then used a variation on the title to peddle smut. McBoobs? A Midsummer Night's peer over a fence at a woman with her top off? As you like tits? This is just the sort of closed-mindedness I've been dealing with for my entire career. There is a great deal we can learn from Shakespeare, especially his tale of star-crossed lovers. Romeo and Jiggly tits. It's a man spying on a woman with her top off, sunbathing on the other side of a fence. Yes, but the woman is called Romeo and the man is called Jiggly tits. He's really confounding expectations. Well, let's have a look at some of his sonnets. In the same year that William Shakespeare wrote, Shall I Compare Thee to a Summer's Day, Shakespeare published, Can I See Your Tits If I Pay? <laughs> a masterpiece. Uh, basically, none of his works have any intellectual value. It's just mindless filth. Oh. So I take it you won't be coming to Stratford next month? No, I'll be there. I'll be there. Thanks to Dr Marlin, whose latest book is a biography of author Charles Duckins, a contemporary of Charles Dickens, who wrote A Tale of Two Titties, Oliver Tits and Great Expectations of Tits. 
I'm 32. That was a real banger. Uh, what is it? Uh, go, go on then. Go, go, into, go, finish, your finish, finish go into the lab and. Are we talking about what I did? Don't, what I don't, no, 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 don't. No. <laughs> at no. least throw it around a bit. That's all I was going to say. All I'm saying okay, is basketball if you it. get a gob job off of Walt Disney's <laughs> severed head, it's going to be the coldest gob job of your life. <laughs> um, so, where were we? Before Walt Disney's. You were talking, freezing, freezing sperm from you a You were talking about era. John Steinbeck's famous novel of time and sperm. Of time and sperm, <laughs> that's right. So, you, like, you know, you. you um, you have this 1920 sperm, and you have this daughter, and like she's got a little spiff moustache. Yeah, and when she gets to like, like they'll get to junior school, and they'll be like, "Oh, she's good at, um, she's good at doing the Charleston." <laughs> like, like it'd be in the school wait, report, and it'd be like, goodness, wait, she's was, not that, good at... "Was that ever a, a thing at school doing the Charleston?" It was in the twenties. No, it wasn't. It was part of. It wasn't part of the curriculum. <laughs> it was like barn dancing. No, in the same way that oh, like, um, you... like. Uh, Crumping or whatever isn't part of the <laughs> curriculum now. Well, maybe it should be. Am I right, Ofsted? <laughs> you know, Ofsted isn't a person. <laughs> Mr. Ofsted. You can get several different types of mash. Take a seat, Mr. Stevens. Well, it's been a very mixed year for your child, I'm afraid to say. He's showing significant improvement in his maths this year. Oh, that's good news. I've been going through his coursework with him quite a lot, so it's good to know it's sticking. Well, it's definitely paid off. However, I have to say, his crumping leaves a lot to be desired. His... Crumping. He has no attack on his moves. And as I'm sure you're aware, you can't get crump by going at it half-heartedly. I'm sorry, I wasn't aware. I see. Well, this this might be half the problem. It might be worth giving him a little home tutoring on that as well. I mean, the boy's swagger is non-existent. His swagger? Yes, and that brings us to his b-boying. He needs to work on his popping and his locking. I mean, at the moment, he's only locking. I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just saying he's going to have to work a lot harder if he wants to get his swerve on and bust a crunk-ass move. Look, I'm not concerned whether he can bust a crunk-ass move. I think we should be looking at his core subjects... How's his pimping? Superfly. Oh, thank goodness. Please review P-Bam on iTunes. Go on, what were you going to say about barn dancing? But you have to do it at school. Yes. Country okay. dancing? Yeah, country, country dancing. Yeah. dancing. So instead not, of country not, dancing, not they could do the, the Charleston. The Charleston. Everybody, boot, 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 Everybody doing the brand new thing. The brand new thing is the old thing too. And you're listening to Sounds of the 1920s. That was the brand new thing's the old thing too. Coming up in just a moment, we have Thomas Parry and his sweet testes with the old thing. It's the thing I wasn't talking about before, but it's slightly changed from the thing that I was talking about earlier on today. Here it is. What was I saying? I can't remember. <laughs> Doesn't matter, it's now the new thing, too. <laughs> oh, a wonderful song there. We all remember it. And, of course, uh, uh, I'm going to take you way back now to 1931 when, uh, with Tom Parry and his uh, Boogaloo Mamas and the song, What's That Thing I Was Talking About? Is it the same thing as The Thing or is it older than that or is it slightly newer but just looks a bit the same and is in a different packet? Here we go. Storm clouds are gathering. Oh, my God. Fight them on the beaches. It's the new thing, too. <laughs> That's all from the 40s. Good. 
the new thing too. I like that, that sort of boosted the morale of our, of our uh, boys. Uh, They're the recordings of Churchill that we don't hear anymore. <laughs> he did some inspirational speeches, but he also cut some rare grooves. <laughs> Mr. Churchill, sir, it's almost time for your address to the nation. Have you thought any more about what you want to say? That I have. That I have. These are dark days. The gathering storm of war surrounds us. The nation needs to be inspired. We need to instill patriotic spirit into the hearts of every countryman. Something that will make every Englishman want to fight them on the beaches, fight them on the land and in the sea and in the air. So for thousands of years, men shall look back and say, this was their finest hour. That's... That's brilliant, sir. Which is why, for my address to the nation, I am going to sing. Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. Hand me my tap shoes. Please reconsider, sir. Why don't you just use those words you were just saying? Nonsense, man! I have nothing to offer but blood, toil... Tears, sweat, and my ventriloquist act. Isn't that right, little Winnie? Oh, boy. Never was so much moved by so many to so few. Cuddles of gear, cuddles of gear. That is the best Richard Nixon I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so funny if our Prime Minister just died. Decided to launch a pop career. Well, like Silvio Berlusconi releases yeah. uh, albums of like love ballads. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's that's that should happen. Cameron should should because um, you could get you get the feeling that Cameron could croon. Yeah, couldn't he? For all the terrible things he's doing, you know, I don't really know what oh, it is. I no. did my uh, just doing it, it in part. Doing it in Parliament would be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. Your, your final it? speech. Regrets. I've had a few. <laughs> all right, all right, mate. Easy, easy. <laughs> order, order. Let him get to the bridge. <laughs> Take it to the bridge. <laughs> yeah, you can't really imagine him doing a James Brown. Or just like an, like April Fools, they just decide to have like a musical Parliament Day. Big that would be good, like they did with you know like the occasion do it with TV shows like they do it with Buffy once more yeah, with feeling or like ER or that kind of thing yeah. yeah. They do a live episode. I think ER did. Did not ER do a musical as well? Did they? I can't, can't imagine it. Can you? I think maybe <laughs> well, Chicago Hope that had a bit more of a maybe. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit more of a sort of sense of humour about itself, um, and had Mandy Patinkin in it. <laughs> You've lost me. Who's Mandy Patinkin? He's in Chicago Hope. Was she in? Uh... No, it's a guy. That's <laughs> a guy. Yeah, yeah. Was he in also Battleship Patinkin? Patinkin. No, but why have they not done that? That's not. Why bad, have they not it? done Battleship Mandy Patinkin? They must have done that. I don't know who he is. Is his name Mandy? Yeah. Oh, Mandy. He's in a song. He is. He you sang many songs. He's a big musical theatre guy. Oh, is he? Yeah. And they called him... Is Mandy his real name? Yeah, maybe he's called Armando or something like that. But oh, right, he goes okay. by Mandy. That's good. I like that. I admire that. If you have to have a female name, right, that's a good one. Because Marion, Hillary, they're all yeah. unisex names, yeah. sort of, but they're with a bit of a skew. If you have to have a female name, what would it be? Jennifer. Jennifer, Alison, Philippa, Sue, Deborah, Annabelle, too. I, I remember song for you. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Clarky. All right. Um, 
Do you You'd remember... like to be called Jennifer Parry? Jennifer, yeah. But like, and that, no, you, you're still you? Yeah. Really? Jen. Jen, Jen actually is all right. It's all right, isn't it? What about Jem? Jem, I've had a girlfriend called Jem, so I ah, might find it a bit... A bit weird. Yeah. But Jen, Jen's all right for her. Holly's quite a good name for a bloke. Holly's a really good Holly's name for a bloke, good, actually, yeah. yeah. Carl, it's a good name for a bloke. Yeah, Carl's a bloke's name. Katie. <laughs> Carl's a good name for a Sorry. bloke. Barry. Barry. I, I quite sight. like Barry. That's lost, quite, lost it's sight. quite pretty, but at the same time. I genuinely lost sight of the game for a second there. <laughs> Carl's a good Just na- naming names you like now. Have I ever told you I'd like to call my son? Like to call my son because obviously Is it time my slut? name's Tom. <laughs> time stud, time stud, time slut. Assemble. <laughs> me and your mother are having a bit of a tough time at the moment. She left me. She left me. But in the 1930s, everybody go around the about. Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. Bring it over here. Oh, it's not the thing I wanted. <laughs> me and your dad are splitting up. Oh, sorry. It's the latest craze. Everyone's getting divorced. <laughs> um. I'm Tom, and I'd like to call my hey, son. Tom, nice to <laughs> you just started the episode Tom. afresh. Hello, hello. I'm Dad, I'm, welcome. I'm pleased to be on the team. Nice, nice to have you here. Uh, we've got some news for you. You're off the team. <laughs> oh, my God. Bye, everyone. It's that thing you did to Walt Disney's head. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Bye. Um, <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Bye. I once met an African man called Thompson. As his first name, oh, Thompson. Love it. And it's a great first name. Absolutely I, I, I fell in love it. with it that's, as a first that's, name. That's even better, actually. Give it surnames as first names. So I, I love. I thought Thompson, it's such a lovely name. And you could call him Tom. So then I've always thought I'd love to call my son Thompson. But then it sounds a bit too much like I've called him Tom's son. Tom's, Tom's Thompson. 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 But I, he would be Tom Parry's son. Because yeah, I can have Benson. Thompson Parry. I met a bloke on Saturday. Benson. Benson. <laughs> Benson Clark. Benson Hedges Clark. <laughs> I like Benson, isn't it? Benson's good. Benson's good. Isn't, it, isn't that the name Benson of the, Burner. the dog that was chasing No, that was uh, Fenton. Deer. Benton. Right. Fenton. Um, Benson. Benson. Benson Burner. Yeah, just said he that. He burnt too bright. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't listen to you enough. No, then. I know. You don't listen to me at all. <laughs> I don't listen to you at all. When Tom, re- <laughs> when Tom repeats back stuff you're saying, though, Ben, just treat it as like being retweeted on Twitter. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love that. That, that never happens to me. <laughs> that never <laughs> happens to me either. Uh, you can't see no, it either. No, no, no. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> that. Right. I met a bloke, and this is a, this is a good name, called Windsor. Oh, oh strong. Oh, that's nice. Windsor. Windsor Castle. I don't think I didn't ask his surname. Did you meet a building? Castle. Castle would be I like a, a good... I went to a place as well. Strong name. Do you think Castle's a good name? Castle Clark. Well, <laughs> Castle Clark, don't go there after dark. It's, <laughs> it's strange because you you can stray. Names are such a difficult thing to do. You can stray into that celebrity arsehole's name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when celebrities call their kids stuff and it's like, oh, you've you've become an arsehole because you've called your kid that. Yeah. And but what what about like But it's it's a thin line. What about, because, like, obviously the, the classic is, like, Apple. That's the one they always they yeah. always use. Um, or um, any of Jamie Oliver's ones, what are they called, like? Fennel. Twig. No, no, no he's he, they're called, Half like, like Bubble. Is it Bubble or Blue or Pit? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but at the same time, I do like... Go on. I do like um, Frank Zappa's daughter. He calls his daughter Moon Unit, which I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a lot of time for that. Moon Unit, Ahmed and Dweezil, his three kids. Oh. Dweezil? Dweezil Zappa. Yes. That's bit, cool. Although, like, you can, like, it's a bit like um, uh, Zowie Bowie. Zowie Bowie is the other one I was going to say, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so uh, I've, always, I've always wanted to call my son Larry. Or Larry, Parry. Larry J. Parry. Larry, Parry. Larry Parry. Parry, Harry Parry. 
Like Harry Parry. <laughs> Harry Parry sounds bad. Yeah. Sounds like he's going to kill Tom, himself on the samurai sword. And for a daughter, I always fancy Polly, Polly Parry, because she sounds like a fun girl. Let's get Polly Parry down to the party. She's, she's a big fan of a time slot. Of alliteration. <laughs> hey, don't talk about my daughter like that. <laughs> you named her that? <laughs> Polly Parry. That sounds cool. She sounds cool, doesn't she? Yeah, it's a sweet name. I'd like to hang out with I Polly like, Parry. Polly's nice. All right, well, let's, let's go for it, though. But, right, forget, forget Polly. Um... No offence, Tom. <laughs> um, but my let's think of... Uh, well, they, if you forget them, then you can have that, that film moment every time I have a daughter. <laughs> every time she comes down for breakfast in the morning. Oh, my God. I have a son. <laughs> what you'd be doing is giving your kids deep-rooted psychological troubles. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a given with Parry. Yeah, it's, it's fair enough. I plan to do that. You're going to be an awful dad. <laughs> um, Hey, give a kid an uncomfortable childhood and they'll prove to be an interesting adult. No, that's oh, not... Oh, well, there, there we go. It's like the song, isn't it? Um, give a child a oh, difficult child. Oh, give a child a difficult George Formby. Boy named Sue. Oh, yes. That's true. But then doesn't... Uh, I suppose... Does he end up in prison? Well, he ends up like he killing ends up his father. fighting his dad. Well, oh. almost. I was talking like, about Johnny Cash. his ear off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Johnny Cash did end up in prison and, and did gigs there as well. Um, no, but the thing with that is, why do you want to teach your son to be a fighter? My daddy left home when I was seven, leaving me and my ma without a pot to piss in. But my story don't end there, there's more to unfurl. He only went and called me Sue, which seems like a bastard thing to do. But I guess that's okay because I am a girl. I do have this unfortunate singing voice, though, but I can't blame him for that. I get that from my mother, Carl. Right. Okay. Here's here's the thing. Yeah. I saw a guy on the uh, on the tube the other day, and um, he had gone. He really gone for it in terms of facial adornments. Okay? Cool. Cool. Right. Cool. Uh, he had um, he'd split his forehead down the middle, and because there was a big scar down the middle of his forehead, and inserted two horns under the skin. Blimey! Proper gone for it. Oh. Had the uh, had the um, eyes that had the, the contact lenses that were made his eyes entirely black, right? Had like stuff under his um, like uh, his like his fulcrum and everything. Had little lumps all under it. Little he bo- had a fulcrum. You know, like your, your full. <laughs> No, you've got a fulcrum. I've got a fulcrum. And a son. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a day. I had a fulcrum. I called my son Fulcrum. I like that. Fulcrum's good, isn't it? Fulcrum. Sounds like, sounds like uh, Newton Faulkner. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Newton, I like, though. Newton's a good name. Newton's Newton. good. Anyway, let's talk about this guy very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, he and... sounds like, are you sure it wasn't Lucifer? Well, he, that's what he'd gone for. And he had, like, um, well, like the, big, met... the big flesh tunnel earrings Ugh. and everything, loads of piercings. And he was sitting there on the, and he couldn't, Get anyone to sit on either way. No one was sitting on either side of him. Like people would walk, go to sit down and see him, and then they'd go to another. But the thing is, the look on his face at all times was like, "What? What are you looking at?" Like he was sitting there, kind of being like, "What? What? What are you looking at?" And you, you want to go, "You mate, you look fucking insane." Yeah. Like you've got talent. You must know. Yeah, but uh, it's that that it's that thing of going, "I've made myself look as outlandish as possible." Why isn't anyone? But you, and when but when people look at you and feel uh, afraid or confused yeah. or, or, or think it's unusual, then go, "Why? What's your problem? Why are you so uptight?" You go, well, "Yeah, like it's a difficult difficult situation to, to to find yourself in." And I feel like what, that. Did you, did you go and sit next to him and uh, 
Um, no, I spent I spent the entire journey seeing if there was anywhere of me taking a photograph with him without him noticing. Ah. Um, it'd been good. It'd been good to go and sit right next to him and engage him in complete banal conversation, like like you know, like start talking about phone contracts or something like that. Yeah, to try and um, <laughs> like just, just I know absolutely where that's coming from. Just absolutely cut out. <sighs> yeah, but. I'd, what, what I else had a podcast from, to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But but the thing is, I feel a bit like that with Boy Named Sue. What you've done with Boy Named Sue... Yeah. What you've done with Boy Named Sue is uh, you've sort of created a kid who is going to be that kind of kid. Like, wh- why, what? You know, like, yeah. like um, a girl would giggle and I'd go red, a boy would laugh and I'd bust his head. You think, why not just, like... If I'm... If I'm again? A, that's the lyrics from uh, Boy Named Sue. Oh, is it? Girl would giggle and I'd go red, a boy would laugh and I'd bust his head. That's... I thought you'd just uh, suddenly slipped into a bit of poetry and No, prose. Tom, I was talking about a song. Stay in the conversation. <laughs> Stay in the conversation. I don't know the song well enough. I thought you slipped into poetry and prose. Yeah, the song's lyrics. <laughs> um, but, but what yeah. you've done is you created a kid who was going to be a, like constantly picking fights. You may have created a very tough kid, but you've also created a kid who's, who's going to view the world as out to get him. What if Sue is short for Super Son? That's what I tell him every night. Oh, here's a sweet story. We, my uh, again, ask a question and don't wait for the answer. We, here's a sweet story. Um, we were once. I've got a couple of brothers. We were once travelling in. That's a, a lovely story. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> cheers, everyone. Uh, we were uh, we were travelling in a car, uh, going to. I think it was like a long car. We were going to Wales, I think. Like so, a long car journey. Yeah. And uh, Ed fell asleep, and uh, we got a pen out and wrote "chump" on his face with a felt pen, and um, Mom saw what we'd done and said, oh, you can't do that. And from the passenger seat, got the felt pen and turned the U into an A. And Ed woke up as she was doing it to find his mom writing the word champ on his face. And so he was like, what are you doing, mom? And she was like, oh, you're my champ. (laughs) So she tried to style it out. She didn't even... Drop you in it. That's no, incredible. Wow. You are my brilliant. champ. <laughs> if that had happened to me, I'd have gone straight to the tattoo parlour and have got it permanently done. I am my mother's champ. <laughs> That's insane. It's good, isn't it? That's really good. Really funny. So we we were talking because I wanted to get I do, did want to get back to this. Yes. If you had to give a kid like a word that it, a word that isn't a name. Yeah, you have to call oh, yeah, it that. Course, we yeah. didn't, we didn't quite, didn't no, quite yeah, dwell absolutely. on that. Um, um, I was thinking, what about blender? Blender, Ble- uh, too close to to bender, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. or Brenda. And also, it sounds a bit like a Jason Statham character. Like, I know we're just like, <laughs> like, you know, like blender, get the get blender in. Yeah. You know what I mean? In fact, in fact, there was a character in 2000 AD who was like a villain. And that was, he just had a blender at all times. He would just pop it on people's heads and blend their heads. <laughs> Can't be a particularly effective weapon. It was pretty good. No one, no one messed with him. And also he's it, cracking If smoothies. they were near the mains. <laughs> well, this, this smoothie tastes a bit gamey. <laughs> what, what have you put in here? Your own hand. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, you give with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> One hand's the other character. <laughs> <laughs> Although one-handed smoothie does sound like something else, doesn't it? <laughs> time slut? Is that you? Oh, you're Disney. welcome. Uh, Sleep time. So, go on. What do you call prince. your? What would you call your kid? It's a. It's a word, but it's not a name. Um, br- brick. <laughs> oh, I like brick actually. 
Brick. They're Brick's also, good. They all sound like gangsters. Brick Clark. All right, let's 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 try and uh, soften it up a bit. Um, um, I like Dauphinois. Dauphinois. <laughs> <laughs> As in potato Dauphinois powder. Yeah. Dauphinois Paris. You know, are are you saying that, that you like Dauphinois potatoes? I do, yeah. <laughs> I like the word. What about croquettes? I'll tell you what else Croquettes like. Crosby. Oh, I've got, the one I'd really like is... Um, Alpha Bites? Yeah, croquettes is really good, actually. <laughs> mash. <laughs> mash Parry. Waffles. Oh, waffles! Mash. I want to call my kid waffles. <laughs> no, you have to call your cat waffles. You can't oh. call your kid waffles. Waffles Crosby? Waffles. <laughs> oh, if you had a daughter called Waffles, come on, Waffles. Oh, my heart's breaking a little bit. It should, it should be your, it should be the nickname though. Yeah. You don't want other people calling waffles. Them kid waffles. You need oh. a, you need a cat. Mate. I've got a really warm and gooey feeling. I, know, I can oh, see. Waffles. Imagine calling. Well, imagine um, calling your kid what waffles. What about what about hollandaise? Oh, it's hollandaise. I like hollandaise, and it'd be Holland because I, I really like Holland. Holland. I've always I've Holland. always liked Holland as a name. Well, you, you were just going for entirely food. Yeah. yeah, but if you're going Dauphin down the food holidays, bayonets, bayonets is good. Bayonets, 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 bayonet and brick are coming round. <laughs> bayonet and brick. They're bringing blender. <laughs> bayonet <laughs> bring and blender. They, they would be hard kids, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh God, did I ever tell you about? Um, <laughs> speaking of Carl. Oh yeah. Back when I was a teacher. <laughs> back when I was a teacher. They announced that a kid didn't want to be called by his his given name. He wanted to be called Carl, right? And it, like at the, on the he'd chosen Carl. He'd chosen Carl. You now you've got to refer to him as Carl. Now he was starting school. He was in year seven. He was starting school yeah. that day. So like, okay, you know, they said okay. So everyone they, didn't, they did it in the staff room, so all the teachers knew, and no one just had call the, him Carl. Just call him Carl. Do you know what his real name was? <laughs> Big stuff. <laughs> Big stuff. Is that no. one word as well? Big stuff written as one no. word. No, Big stuff. No. Big stuff. And he'd got oh, to the age, what a legend. He'd got to the age of 11 and gone, I really can't deal with First day of school, please don't let me go to school and be called Big Stuff. The teachers, we, we were laughing so much about it. We were all like, um, who's got Big Stuff in their class? <laughs> <laughs> big Stuff. Um, I wonder what Big Stuff's up to now. Big stuff. I, I, big I stuff. hope he, I hope he went up went on to big things. I hope he went on to races. I hope he went on Actually, to big races things with his brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Big stuff. Yeah, it's like calling your kid your kid tough kid, <laughs> but like one word, tough kid. Big stuff. Cracking, cracking, cracking. Barry. Stuff is just stuff. Is a good name. Just stuff. Yeah. Is, yeah. Things. Although things stuff. Clark. You want stuff, Clark. <laughs> Stuff, Clark. <laughs> that doesn't work. Uh, so speaking yeah, of cracking stuff, yeah, sperm bank. Yes. Yeah, go on. You get to sow your seed without. Do you see what I mean? If you're not ready to be a parent, because before you die, you I want don't... to pass on. That's but isn't that's the life, I... isn't it? Isn't the idea that if you if you are not ready to be a parent, then you would fr- freeze your semen and keep it yourself? But you give somebody else it to do Deal with the that. necessaries. And you've done your... It's like a box that's what, ticked. Put it in a it? tissue. <laughs> Boxes you have to tick before you go. <clears throat> One of them is pop on the old jeans to someone else. And that's not necessarily true. I feel the need. I know you The do, need but... to seed. <laughs> <laughs> Popped into We've... a bit of poetry and prose there, Crosby. <laughs> Can I bust your head for that? <laughs> and then I'll go and bust Walt Disney's head. hey you <laughs> He's coming too. Mr. Disney, Mr. Disney, it's time to wake up. What? 
What's going on? Why can't I feel my legs? You don't have any legs, Mr. Disney. Or hands. You're just a head, mate. Shh. What my colleague means is that, according to your wishes, we cryogenically froze your head until medical science had advanced enough to save your life. Of course. I remember now, but, but, but why am I wearing a crash helmet? See that basketball hoop over there? The one above the waste paper basket? Shut up. <laughs> You said we were just keeping him active. Why do I have such a funny taste in my mouth? You've been hibernating for some time. Obviously you'll have a weird, uh, salty taste in your mouth after a long sleep. What the hell have you two loons been doing to me? Get me a mirror right this instant. It's probably best if we just let you rest. Get me a mirror! Right away, sir. There you go. You've written on my face. Oh, that. Uh, That's just a message from us. You've always been our little... uh, Count? Happy's Bangs and Mash, episode 16, was improvised, written and performed by Tom Parry, New Cross Hospital, Wolverhampton, Ben Clark, Wordsley Hospital, Wordsley, and Matthew Crosby, Mason's Hill Hospital, Bromley, no longer there. It was produced by Colin Anderson, who was born in a radio shack in Manchester, delivered by Dr Stereo. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed Pappy's Bangers and Mash, please leave us a nice review on iTunes. Five stars would be perfect. Absolutely, and it's still pledge month, so please find two friends that you love and give them the gift of (laughs) P-Bam. Yes, get two new listeners per one listener, which is you. Or a less confusing sentence. <laughs> there is also still time to sponsor Tom Parry for the... That's me. For the marathon. Um, it's for Fab Kids, which is an incredible charity that helps children with physical disabilities integrate into society. Please go to justgiving.com forward slash Tom Parry. Run, run, run. And a massive thank you to everyone who has sponsored me so far. And a very special message from... Special message, special message. I'll, I'll, do, that, I'll do that again. I'll do that again. Uh, in three... Two, one. <laughs> Tom's going to part in Derek, which will be on Channel 4 on April 12th. Are you all right, mate? <laughs> Sorry. No, you thought. No, you thought. OK. <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't. (laughs) He'll set it apart. From from stuff that people should listen to. That's not what I'm after. Come on, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And a very special... (laughs) Come on. Let me do it. Let me do it. All right. Okay, okay. (laughs) Come on, come on. Okay, coming up in just a second is a very special message. Special message, special message. (laughs) Thanks, Tom. Yes, it's a special message from Colin, our producer, who says they're changing server for the feed for this podcast. The next episode should be out on May the 1st. So if it gets to May the 2nd and you can't find uh, Pappy's Baggers and Mash in your iTunes or your RSS feed, then just resubscribe. I think that's all it means. End of special message. Cheers, everyone. Bye.